Hey, this is Sharon Srivats, and welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I talk to you about the fastest path to fortunes, the fastest path to fortunes. I break down the three ways in which no matter who you are, no matter what personality you have, no matter what your unique ability is, no matter what your, your God-given gift is, there is a way for you to create insane success and have unlimited fortunes. But we have to harness that skill and harness that gift and actually put it to good use. And I give you the three-step process to figure out who you are and how you can do that and what to expect. I've done this for several of the CEOs that I mentor, several of the companies that we've invested in, and I'd like to share this entire framework with you. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain. Just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. This week's anti-sponsor is the Passive Income Mastermind. Well, it's the anti-sponsor because they have no idea that I'm doing this. They did not pay me to do this. And I'm doing this because I love this group so much. Uh, the Passive Income Mastermind is an awesome group which uh, allows you to figure out how to get significantly more passive income. In fact, 200% passive income, meaning can you imagine designing your life so that you can get 200% of your monthly expenses in passive income. And if you get that, you're not just financially free, but you're deeply financially abundant. And I'm a card-carrying member, paying member of the Passive Income Mastermind. It is for entrepreneurs only who are uh, wanting to get this passive income thing. So if you're interested uh, in learning more about it, feel free to go to thepassiveincomemastermind.com. It has been the one group that, one mastermind group that I've been a part of that has changed my life. And I thought I would just share it with you. All right, so let's get into this week's episode. Today, I want to talk to you about the fastest path to fortunes, right? The fastest path to fortunes. Now, what is the fastest path to fortunes? I'm going to give you a three-part framework in which if you actually do one of these three things, you will crush it. If you do two of these three things, you will crush it insanely. If you do three of these things, you will crush it for life, right? And what are they? They are the build, organize, or sell. And you got to do it you know, with greatness, you got to do something great. So you got to build something great. You got to organize something great, or you got to sell something great. And while that feels kind of broad and disconnected, I'm going to break down each one of these in a pretty tactical way for you. So let me explain that. But most importantly, I think to give you context on all of this, uh, I want to tell you the idea that you can do it all, but not well. All right. You can do it all. You can you can do your marketing, you can do your sales, you can do your finances, you can uh, you, you can do your admin, you can do your calendar, you can do whatever, you can do it all, but you probably cannot do it well because to do great things, we must do fewer things. And so the most important thing that I've learned is to tell the truth. Uh, many of us, if we don't know how to tell the truth, I would actually start with taking some kind of personality type indicator. And I want to tell you a 10 second story as to how all of this came about. I, uh, you know, I once took the Colby which is K-O-L-B-E. It's uh, by Kathy Colby. It's a super cool test. And I and a story is based on that. So I took this test and I got the results. It's just like a disc or a 
Myers-Briggs or um, Enneagram or whatever, right? So I took this Colby and I kind of couldn't really understand it. So I called their office and I was like, hey, can someone walk me through this? I'm happy to pay for it. So I paid for a couple of consulting hours where the Colby expert walked me through my own personality profile. And this was like 10 plus years ago. And I will tell you that it's probably the most eye-opening thing that I could have gotten because it taught me who, it taught me like my general uh, personality type. It taught me my general uh, disposition. It taught me my gifts. And what I learned is the idea of unicability. Dan Sullivan talks a lot about this, which is the idea of unicability, which is don't go against your gifts. And I will tell you this, if you can't tell me your gift, you don't know it. Think about that. If you can't tell me your gift, don't you don't know it. And you have to be able to say, my gift is blank. And if you can't tell me your gift, you don't know it because you can't live into it otherwise. And anyone can create insane success only if you work your gift. Only if you work through your gift. And I, I know this sounds a little strange and woo-woo, but people go their entire lives not figuring out their gifts, which is the saddest thing ever. The sooner you find your gift, the sooner you recognize your gift, the sooner you live into your gift, the better you will be. And a lot of times we actually identify ourselves, our gifts based on the work that we do. We're like, oh, I'm really good at sales. I know a lot of people, by the way, that say to me that they're good at sales and they suck. But why? Because their job requires them to sell. So they have told themselves that they're good at it. They've got the major affirmations around it. They don't have, they have not stacked and, you know, uh, uh, an inordinate amount of proof that they're good at it. They just keep telling themselves they're good at it, but they're really bad at it and they keep, keep struggling with their jobs. So what I would love for you to do is to tell the truth because the, here's the one thing. No matter what your gift, no matter what your gift, you can make boatloads of cash. You can have boatloads of impact and you can crush it. People always think, oh, I, my gift is being generous. So, you know, Mother Teresa did make a lot of money. Generous people make a ton of cash. If you just harness the gift in the right way and pull the right people around you because people want to be around generous people. It's really, really powerful. So my question is this, you know, do you know your gift? If you don't, you should got to take the disc or the Colby or the culture index or talk to your friends and family, find a coach, because if all you can do is identify your gift, you will win. All right. But uh, back to the meat of the episode. Now, three things, build something great, organize something great, sell something great. Let's talk about building something great. Builders are a rare breed. Builders are a rare breed. And let me tell you why. Well, you see something. So if you're a builder, you see something where there is nothing. You see a house from a plot of land. You see a piece of art from a blank canvas. You see a, a beautiful automation on a Zapier board without seeing anything there. You see a offer on a marketing site that you can make without it even being there. You see a random idea and you can convert it into a product. You believe without the proof of having it. Builders need to have this. Builders cannot build without, you know, they, they have to see, they see something that we don't see and they believe it without the proof of having it. That's what makes a builder. And you persevere to create it because you cannot unsee it. When I see something that no one else can see, when an author sees a book that no one else can see, when an artist sees a painting that no one else can see, when a founder sees a company that no one else can see, they persevere to create it. Why? Why do they persevere so much? What is the perseverance around? They see these, they, they persevere so much because they cannot unsee it. And that drives them more. That's what uh, a builder does. And so you get paid as a builder for your courage. You get paid as a builder for your courage. 
and you get paid in equity. You get paid in equity because to build takes time. To build takes resources. To build takes um, uh, investment. To build takes belief. So you get paid for your courage, but you get paid in equity. You may be an artist or you may be an engineer. You may be an author or you may be an architect. You may be an entrepreneur. You may be a musician. Uh, you may be a dancer. You may be a dog trainer. You may be a, a course creator. You may be an influencer or a creator. You see something that no one else can see. And that's how you build something great. I actually will tell you um, what many, many years ago, a lot of people started this idea of AMA, which is ask me anything, right? They're like, oh, they'll get on. It's just like very interesting to me. They're like, they'll get on and they'll say, oh, just ask me questions because I know the answer to everything. Well, whatever. Like most people don't know. Most in most smartest of people in the world, most people should not do ask me anything because most people are not good at everything. So like, I don't like the whole ask me anything concept. I like ask me what I know concept, right? If, if I don't know something, I'll tell you, I have no idea. But what I just started doing instead of ask me anything, I started doing a BMA which is build me anything. So I would I would get a lot of my uh, community clients, uh, mastermind group members, et cetera, many years ago, and I'd say, hey, we're going to do a BMA. You tell me what you want, and I'll build it for you live. Like, think about that, right? Now, there's a lot of uh, coaches, consultants, influencers, gurus in the space that'll say, oh, yeah, start an LLC, build an automation. They'll draw stuff out on a whiteboard, but they can't build anything. And not, I'm not saying that you need to do know how to do that. What I am saying is you need to know your gift. If you, if, if, because I'm half visionary, half operator, I know... I'm gifted that way, right? So I can be like, oh, cool. You want to build a uh, a course and a landing page and, a, and an opt-in page? Cool. I can draw it all out for you and I can build it all live for you on the screen, right? So now it's not good or bad, but what it does is it gives, it shows people courage that what they want to do is very easily accomplishable. Once they see it, they can never unsee it. So number one, the one way of the fastest path to fortunes is to build something great. And so you just have to recognize that are you a builder? Do you actually build stuff? And if you don't, that's okay, right? That's totally okay. But you need to know you, the worst thing to do is to try to be a builder when you're not because it will leave you deeply resentful. Most visionaries are not builders. They can't build anything. They'll work on it and work on it hard, but they'll do a poor job and they'll get resentful doing it. And most people, when they don't have, you know, early on when they're starting out and they don't have the money, they'll just try to do everything themselves. And that they wonder why they quit because they suck at it and they are not builders. And at that point, they should just give away equity or get a partner because the partner works in their zone of genius. You work in yours and you can actually get something off the ground because if you're not a builder, someone else has to build. So let them build, you know, 10 times faster and 10 times more joyfully. That's number one. You got to build something great, but you don't have to do that. There are other ways to do it too. The other way on a path to a lot of fortunes is to organize something great. Here's what I mean. Every visionary needs an integrator, right? So if you've not, if you don't understand the concept of integrator is uh, someone has to think it up and someone has to make it come to life, right? Someone has to make it up and someone has to make it happen. You may be the visionary where you just make it up. You're like, oh, wouldn't we be amazing if we did this amazing app? Wouldn't it be amazing if we did this um uh, uh, this marketing campaign? Wouldn't it be amazing if we shot this video? Wouldn't it be amazing if we launched this program? You make it up, but someone has to make it happen. That's the integrator. The visionary integrator combo is what's going to crush it, right? Uh, so read Rocket Fuel, great book that explains the concept of an integrator. If you're thinking about hiring an integrator, make sure that they have read uh, Rocket Fuel. If you are an integrator, you should read Rocket Fuel. 
And if you're an integrator being hired by a visionary, you should tell them, have you read Rocket Fuel? Because it actually allows people to understand their roles. If you don't know that you're an integrator and you're an integrator trying to be a visionary, it will break because now you're, you're naturally not prone to making it up. You're prone to making it happen, right? That is your gift. And so the faster you can tell the truth and live into your gift, the better. I, I'm one half, one half, which is a weird combo, by the way. Uh, it's both good and bad. I'm, I'm a... I'm a half visionary, half integrator, which is why I took this Colby indicator and they told me, hey, you're a half visionary, half integrator, so you can be a really good partner, right? So a lot, almost everything in my life I do in partnership because I can, I can connect with visionaries very well because I can see their ideas. I can see what they're making up. I can connect with integrators very well because I can see them making it happen. I can advise the visionary. I can advise the integrator. It, it, I did not realize that until so much later in my life, and I wish I'd done that sooner. So for the rest of my life, I could be a good partner because I love partnership. I love seeing other people succeed. I love being the accelerator in this entire process. Now, you may say, oh, Sharon, that has no value. I will tell you, most of my partners, if without me, will probably be 10x slower in what they've accomplished than they have accomplished now, only because I am the accelerator, right? Uh, not the catalyst, the accelerator, because I'm half visionary, half integrator. And so it is it's it is what it is. But I've met a lot of founders who fail without an integrator. The world has made you feel like if you are an integrator, the world has made you feel like you are number two. People say, oh, yeah, you know, you could be a really good number two. No, the world has made you feel like you're a number two. You're not a number two. You may be a number two on the totem pole, you may be a number two on the on, on the on the cap structure. That's not it. You're living and doing your best work. You cannot be in a better place if you're an integrator because when you organize something great, it is your fastest path to fortunes because you're so happy in what you're doing. You're doing it better than anyone else. You're making things come to life that no one else can ever do. Being an integrator is a gift. And sooner you live into that gift, the better. You get paid to bring ideas to life. You get paid to bring ideas to life. I'll tell you this. When you build something great, you get paid for your courage and you get paid in equity. When you organize something great, you get paid to bring ideas to life. That's what's amazing. Uh, do not try to be someone you are not. You live in partnership. And if you're a visionary entrepreneur, your life will change when you find an integrator. You should own it. Just because you're a visionary, don't think you have to do everything. Like you will hate your life and it will break down in front of you. And for most of us listening to this, you'll be like, if you're wondering why you're not able to execute on projects, I will tell you right now, it's because you are a make it up and you don't have a make it happen person. You don't have a make it happen person. And the make it happen person does not need to have gone to Harvard Business School. That'd be cool. But the make it happen person just needs to be a built-in integrator. Once they do, they, they know their entire job is to make it happen to your make it up, right? Don't try to be someone you're not. Live in partnership. And if you're a visionary entrepreneur, your life will change forever when you find an integrator. Here's number three. If you build something great, that's cool. If you organize something great, that's cool. But you can also just sell something great. You can just sell something great. Um, my managing partner, Goldman Sachs, told me one day, he said, nothing happens until a sale is made. Think about that. He said, Sharon, nothing happens until a sale is made. One day he made me stand on the um, trading floor that we're all working and he said, look around. He goes, most of these people here work for you. And I said, no, they don't. He says, most of them work for you because you are here to sell stuff. Because unless you sell something, none of them have a job. Unless you sell something, none of them can take care of the families. Unless you sell something, the firm doesn't make money. Unless you sell something, all the the Blackberries, that was a Blackberry time, and the great parties 
and the no limit Amex cards and all the stuff that we do is all useless because nothing happens until the sale is made. Think about that for a second. Imagine, think about even, even go even deeper. Imagine a day where all the salespeople in the world take the day off. Imagine one day, one day where all the salespeople in the world take the day off. The world will come to a grinding halt because nothing happens until a sale is made. So now the question is, if you like to sell, don't convince yourself that you need to sell, right? Some people can sell, some people can't. And it's okay because you have to tell the truth. If you're in a profession that requires you to sell, don't try to kid yourself that you're a good salesperson. If you're a good salesperson and you love to sell, what is sell? What is selling? It's just influencing people to help them do what is right for them. That's all this is, right? You're not you're not a sleazy car salesman where you're like trying to sell something to somebody that doesn't need something. You want to influence somebody to do something that is right for them, right? That's what this is all about. So if you like to sell, if that's your personality, work on your skills. And to work on your skills, you need a coach. I will tell you, most salespeople think that they can just sell out of charisma and they can't. I met many really great naturally born salespeople who have, who have sold their way to a million dollars in income, but then they cap out. Why? Because their charisma does not scale. They can't operationalize their charisma and they can't tell you why they do what they do. They're just like selling is easy, but they've never actually worked on their skill. That's like Kobe Bryant, very talented, but worked on his skill. That's like Michael Jordan, very talented, but worked on his skill. Right? That's like Tiger Woods, very talented, but worked on a skill. That's like Yo-Yo Ma, very talented, but worked on their skill. Work on your skills. And for that, you need a coach. If you're a salesperson selling stuff and you don't have a coach, you, you're, you cannot be more arrogant because one, two, three, four, five, 10% improvement in your skills leads to 10, 20, 30x improvement in your income. One switch, one frame, one idea, one closing technique, one opening technique that you can learn from a coach would will, will not just triple or quadruple, it will 10x your income. So if you can, if you like to sell stuff, work on a skill, get a coach. Number two, uh, role play. Uh, there is no salesperson that has ever done well without role playing. And if you can't role play, you're never going to sell, sell well in sales. Uh, never going to do well in sales. If you think you're too good for role plays, I will tell you right now, you, you will never make it in sales. You will always be a mediocre salesperson. Role playing either with yourself or with other people is super, super important. And so that's how you get better at selling stuff. Number three, document your process. Um, good salespeople think that they can just make it all up in their head. But when I ask them, hey, so walk me through how you actually explain to a client when you get an objection. Well, I just do this. It's based on the client. Well, no, it does, it's not. There is a framework that you use. You go to that framework naturally. What is it? If you don't document your process, that means you don't understand it because when you teach something, you get to learn it twice, right? Oh, uh, number four, organization is a skill, right? Organization. Because an organized salesperson will sell more than a charismatic salesperson. An organized salesperson with a CRM will sell more because they'll follow up right than a charismatic salesperson. An organized salesperson will sell more. Like to me, a salesperson, if you gave me a, a salesperson that could, you know, would work on their skills and would be organized, they will make so much money and sell so much stuff. It's amazing. So if you, but most salespeople by nature are not organized. So if you can just work on just having basic organization or get an integrator, Someone that can just, the best salespeople will get a virtual assistant to just organize the CRM for them. If you just did that, you will win because an organized salesperson will crush it, right? Um, and, and last but not least, you probably, you know, don't like me telling you this, but good salespeople should invest their dollars um, in, in stuff that generates passive income because you're not going to be able to sell for all your life. You just think that, oh, if the world goes out in the handbasket, I'll just sell stuff. But what you want to do is you want to have these big sales years 
and not by the Lambo or the or the Maserati or the big house or the uh, or the cool car. What you want to do is you want to freeze your lifestyle so that you can take all your income and make it an investment so that your investments can work for you. If most salespeople for the first 10 years of their career actually like froze their lifestyle and put that away so that the investments started working for them, it would win because the problem with sales, it's not, uh, it's not, you know, it's not continuous. It's episodic, meaning only if you sell, you make money and you think you can just sell more. But if the economy changes, if the product changes, if the, you know, if the regulations change, you may not be able to sell stuff. You may have, you know, weird periods of lumpy, lumpiness from income. And that's why you need investments to make it up. So good salespeople will invest. So let me, let me recap this really quickly. Number one, work on your skills. Number two, role play. Number three, document your process. Number four, get organized or get someone else to get you organized. And number five, invest your dollars because salespeople grow broke when the music stops. I'll say it again. Salespeople go broke when the music stops. Hey, by the way, if you need, um, if you like any of this stuff, I actually wrote a a small book called um, The Job of a CEO. If you are a CEO of your business, what should you be doing? You can't be doing everything. So what should you be doing? So you can go to thejobofaceo.com. It is 100% free because I have nothing to sell. Uh, unfortunately, I'm sure I'll find something to sell at some point in the future, but I have nothing to sell to grab it right now. It's a lot job of a CEO.com totally free. You should be able to get it. All right. So, uh, by the way, there is a fourth way, right? There is a fourth way. And the fourth way is to lead. The fourth way is to lead. What is a, a leader has a vision for a pretty amazing future ahead. And they do a little of all of the big three. They do a little of building something great. They're a little of organizing something great and do a little of selling something great until they can find someone else to do that. And then they lead. And what does leading mean? Leading means clearing the path. Leading means clearing the path for the builders so that they can build something great. Leading means clearing the path for the integrators so that they can organize something great. Leading means clearing the path for the salespeople so that they can sell something great. The fourth way is to lead, but to lead you have to realize that all the other things that you're doing are temporary and you're, re- you're ready, willing, and able to find those things. Find somebody to build something, find somebody to organize something, find somebody to sell something because your job is to c- keep clearing the path. You're like, hey, builder, what do you need? What do you need? Cool, you got it? I got it for you. Hey, uh, integrator, what do you need? What do you need? Cool, I got it for you. Hey, uh, salesperson, what do you need? Cool, I got it for you because that's what helps you crush it because now you get paid as a leader. All right, so I gave you a lot of uh, things. I give you three plus one ways. You got it, number one, the fastest path to fortunes is number one, build something great. So ask if that is who you are, if you're a builder. Number two, organize something great. Ask if you are an integrator. Number three, sell something great. Ask if you're a salesperson. And if you're none of those, and if, you're, if you are a leader, cool. By the way, there's very few of us that are built that way. Then your job is to clear the path for the other people because you're in a people-driven business and the people will drive success. So that's my uh, quick summary on the fastest path to fortunes. If you like this, uh, please you know, share it. But most importantly, I don't know if this was helpful to you. So all I would ask is that take a screenshot and just tag me. That way, at least I know you like this and I'll make more of this in the future for you because otherwise I have no idea from a podcast what is actually beneficial to you or not. So take a screenshot, tag this so that uh, that'll help me know whether you're going to build something great, organize something great or sell something great or lead to help everybody else do that. And if you want the job of a CEO, go to jobofceo.com, totally free. Um, that's the little book I wrote on the job of a CEO. So every CEO should read that because it's you should know what your job is. Uh, Skig screenshot, tag me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll catch you on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make 
just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com. I'll see you there.